Hello, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World, and happy hump day to all of our fans out there. On today's episode, we got a full docket of stuff going on in today's episode. We're going to first talk about the race for MJ's 
trophy. It is the first year the trophy is going to be designed after Michael Jordan and uh, three main players players are up in for that award. Uh, we're going to talk about the struggles of the Dallas Mavericks, even though last time I checked, they were winning that game against Philadelphia. Um, I don't know exactly what's going on with it now. Uh, we take a final That's look time. at the standing. Yeah, so it's halftime. Uh, final look at the standings uh, in both conferences as we look closer to some of those close, contentious races uh, as we wrap down the season. And we're going to do something, nothing, everything. And, of course, we're going to bring you our GOAT Talk segment, um, a staple here at Prime Sports World, especially on the crossover. Uh, before we get into anything, I just wanted to acknowledge how star-studded the 2023 Hall of Fame class is. Um, I didn't have a chance to make a graphic for this, but it's it's uh, it's a good one. It's Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, Paul Gasol, and Becky Hammond. It's really a who's who when it comes to professional basketball on the men's side and on the women's side and on the international front. Uh, a lot of times, you you know, you get these international guys just like, oh, did he really deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, but there's no doubt. Uh, when it comes to these yeah, guys and all of these guys. I'm also a little curious about how Popovich got in, even though he hasn't retired from coaching yet. Like, couldn't he have just been, couldn't he have just been in, like, literally at, at any point whatsoever? Why wait? I mean, I don't know. I just thought you had to retire. I, I didn't really – I don't really know exactly how the Hall of Fame works for coaches. Like, they didn't induct Phil Jackson in the Hall of Fame while he was still coaching, I don't think. I don't remember either, but it's – I don't think it's not like not like it's not like he's a first he's not a first ballot hall of famer but i just i thought it was interesting you know he just how he got got in before he retired i just didn't know exactly how it worked for coaches uh which is something i was curious about yeah that's (laughs) yeah Uh, but yeah this this hall of fame class is is, (laughs) this hall of fame class is very star-studded uh lots of titles between these guys uh what is this math here so one three five it's Dirk Davitsky, Dwayne Wade, Greg Popovich, Tony Parker, Pau Gasol, and Becky Hammond. Um, I don't know how many titles Becky Hammond won is uh, in the WNBA. Four. Uh, Pau Gasol's got two. Tony Parker's got four. Greg Popovich's got five. Three for Dwayne Wade and one for Dirk Davitsky. That's like 12 titles between all of those players. Uh, and that, that doesn't even include Becky Hammond's WNBA title that she just won this past season. So, <laughs> yeah. So it, it it it's quite it's quite the lineup of uh when we get to we'll talk a little bit more about the they get inducted on Saturday. So shout out to them. Uh, it is quite the class. So let's talk a little bit about stuff going on in the NBA now. Let's talk about the race for Michael Jordan's trophy. Uh, there is the trophy that they're all vying for. Um, I know Luka Doncic is in this graphic, but he has no chance to win this award. Uh, when I pulled it, I thought he'd have more of an opportunity, but his odds of plummeted um, since Dallas has really struggled as of late. Uh, but those are the three main guys, and I threw Jason Tatum in there, even though his odds are insane. Uh, he has no chance of winning this award. Uh, Jason Tatum ain't got no shot either, but he in the graphic. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he, but yeah, but the odds for Luca are like insanely low. Uh, Jason Tatum is argu- is the fourth guy. Actually, I think Donovan Mitchell might be fourth. Um, but Nicole Jokic, uh, plus 100, uh, 25, 12, and 10. He's the number one seed in the Western Conference. Joel and Joel Embiid at plus 125. I don't know. I don't gamble much, so I don't really know exactly what those numbers mean. Uh, but Joel Embiid, 33, 10, 4, and they're the third seed in the Eastern Conference. And, of course, Giannis uh, at plus 400, 31 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. They're currently the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and probably will be when the season is over. And Becky Hammond has no rings as a player. She just won her first as a as a head coach, but she was a pioneer for the early days in the WNBA. But that's not here there. Um, but back to this. 
Uh, so yeah, who do you think ends? Who do you think ends up eventually winning this award? As this will be the first, and this is going to be substantial because this is the first player to win MJ's MVP award, uh, as it has been rebranded this past season. I think it's something like the players really want to have is be the first guy to ever get this award. Um, uh, well, obviously, I, as everybody knows, it's a two-man race. It's between the two bigs. It's between Joker. Uh, man, I'm not and, so sure, man. I think, Giannis, I think Giannis has a real shot at this. I mean, they have. How many games has Giannis played? How many games has Giannis played? He's played a, a majority of them. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. No, he hasn't. Missed, I don't think he's missed more than 10, 15 games. That's too many to be out of. That's too many to be in the MVP race. It's down. I'm serious. It's down the Joker. I mean, I mean, Joel Embiid has missed 14, right? 14 games, and and our and that would be the most games missed of any player to win the MVP ever. So yeah, like not to mention that while Giannis was out, Milwaukee went on a insane winning streak. Most of that was without him. True. Like we can't say Giannis is a, is in the MVP. Like we. Literally saw the precedent. The, Giannis, the Giannis, Giannis has missed. Uh, so they're 54 and 21 right now. Uh, he's played in 59 games. So he's missed something like 17 games or so. 17 or games. Or 16. 16. It's 16 games. And not to, to mention the not to mention the precedent has kind of been set. We saw the Memphis Grizzlies go 20 and 2 without John Morant. That hurt Jaws' MVP case. True. That absolutely hurt his case. So, yeah, we can't we can't say Giannis is in the MVP race. It's down to two dudes, Joker and Joel Embiid. And what just hurt Joel Embiid's case is it's uh, it's a matchup against your counterpart, and you didn't play for whatever reason. You didn't play. I, I, you can say it was a calf. You can say so whatever. Joel Embiid has played two more games than Giannis this past this season so far, two. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Like me personally, I give it to Joker. Like I, uh, I, I, I think. Uh, uh, let me. I will pull that up. I don't have that number in front of me, uh, but I will get it. Um, hold on. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. I, I think he really hurt himself. The fact that he, did, he played sixty-seven games, so he's played six more games than um, Joel Embiid. Um, and Joel Embiid. Yeah, so he's played uh, all of their games, but man, math is just not my forte right now. Um, I think he's played all their games, but six or seven, or eight, eight might be eight. So fifty-one, and- fifty-one plus twenty-four is seventy-four, and he's played sixty-seven. So he's played all but seven games. There you go, math. You probably won't so, play tonight. Huh? Who? Nicole Jokic. Why? Uh, he's got a calf injury. Nah. Or quadriceps, something like that. Unless they announce, like until they announce it, then believe he's playing. He's questionable at the moment, so yeah. No, he's probably gonna. He's probably at warmups right now, and it's like eh, I don't know. Like, can I go? Can I not go? Like, we'll go. We'll, like, we'll see how it goes. But anyways. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Jokic has the prolific stats. He's going to average a triple-double as a big. Uh, I don't think that's ever been done in the history of the NBA. Um, you know, I know. If somebody Westbrook, did do it, it probably will. Yeah, probably. But I don't think they recorded assists. I, I for sure didn't they, have right. a triple-double. They didn't record it. Um, 
Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I think Nicole Jokic deserves his award. I mean, he's had players on his team that have been in and out. So has Joel Embiid to a extent. Uh, James Hart has missed some time here and there. Uh, but, you know, being the number one seed in the, in the Western Conference, I think, holds a lot of weight, too. Um, the fact that he played 67 games and they're going to be the number one seed in the Western Conference, I think, in my opinion, I think he will be the win player to win this award. But I, I, I honestly, I know you've talked about the games play. I think Giannis has been the best player in the league this year. Uh, when it comes to offense and defensive side of the basketball, I think he's been the best player this year. Okay, that's fine. Be there. At the end of the day, you, you know, at the end of the day, you have to be there. Like you can be, like you can say Giannis has been the best player. You can say that. At the end of the day, the other two guys have been there. He hasn't. I mean, you ain't gotta I mean, like it. I mean, I mean, we're talking, we're talking like eight games separating them between you Jokic ain't got, and Giannis. You ain't gotta like it. That's what it is. You're right. I don't really like it. I, if I if I was the guy giving the award, I, I if I had a vote, I would vote for Giannis as the MVP. I think he's been the most important, the best player in the league this year. Maybe not the most impactful, which is obviously Jokic, but Giannis has been the best player. And once again, what hurts Giannis's case, they went on a crazy winning streak, the bulk of it while he was out. That like that hurts you, like because it's. It asked the question of like, yeah, you're the team's best player, but what like they are winning games without you, without like, and that's just I understand like team like players shouldn't be punished for stuff like that, but hey, it's the world we live in. You ain't got again, you ain't gotta like it, but that's what it is. You take Joker like you take Joker off the Nuggets, and it's just Jamal Murray, MPJ, and the rest of the the island of the Misfit Toys. How good is Denver? Are they the one seed? No, of course not. Like we've seen James Harden will teams those Houston teams to the one seed to the top like top two, three seeds in the West with just him and some stuff. So I'm kind of like I don't know if he's that quality of a player now. But me personally, I'm giving this to Joker. I don't like the fact that when you had the chance to like go up head to head against him. And you are like we already saw the first matchup. You you took it to him. 40 whatever, 40, 40 points, 18 rebounds, whatever. Like you and, just I mean, met- you had a, you had an opportunity really to silence the haters there and, and like solidify really- the case. Yeah, hundred percent. You you chose not to. Um you could say you were injured or whatever, wah wah you woo woo. Um but the best ability is availability and Yoku just played more games and he's been more impactful on a team that's the one seed in their conference and will be when the season's over, um, Philadelphia, you cannot say that about. No, because Philly's what, third? They're, yeah, they're third in the third. East right now. Yeah, they will be third in the East unless something happens with uh, the Cleveland with Cavaliers. Boston. No, the Cavaliers. I, I don't think they have a shot at catching uh, Boston. Yeah, now, uh, how many games left? Uh, that, so, math. Uh, so, there are, there are there 70. Three yeah, they're three, three back behind two and a Boston. half right now. Oh yeah, three back or two and a half uh, behind Boston. They have math. Hold they're, on. Uh, they're so they five behind seven, Milwaukee. They played seventy-five games, so they have seven games. Yeah, it's not no time. It's not no time though. Yeah, I don't, it, I don't think that's gonna be. It's not. I, and they're not catching. And but the thing is, it's it's what I said about them a, a while back, right? Like no one's talking. No one's taking Philly serious in the playoffs and you can deem that disrespectful all you want 
their history doesn't favor them. They have yeah, a team. I mean, I mean they, they never make it out of the first round of the playoffs. Uh, they never make it past the second the, round. Yeah, out of the second round. They never make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, and that's kind of been something that's hung hung against them since for a while. Um, until they write that shift and make that correct, that's going to be the knock on them. Um, but, yeah, I think Yokoli Yoku is probably going to win this award. He's the betting odds favorite. Uh, we'll see what ends up happening uh, with this award. Let's talk about a, t- a player that was expected to be in this conversation and was for a majority of the season up until basically the last month or two. Um, they're Dallas Mavericks and their crumbling record right now. Um, if the season were to start today, they would be they would be out of the playoffs. This is a team that went all in with the Kyrie Irving trade. Um, that that has not really worked out in their favor whatsoever. Um, their current record, they're thirty seven and thirty nine. They're the eleventh seed in the Western Conference. The Mavericks currently. Uh, with Luca and, Do- Luca and Kyrie Irving both on the floor together, are four and eight. Uh, I have seen some conflicting numbers when it comes to the Kyrie Irving, how what the record is with just Ky- since Kyrie Irving got there. I did see some numbers that said they were seven and nine in that span. I've also seen they were four and thirteen in that stretch as well. Uh, I'm not sure what the actual number is. I will double check that again. Um, and also now Luca, uh, I know he picked up a, he picked up a tech in their not the not the game but the game before this uh, that was. It was Charlotte that was supposed to suspend him for the next game. Uh, the NBA had rescinded, has now rescinded that tech, but he's still one away from a suspension in a stretch where they cannot afford to not have Luka Doncic on the court. What do you? So what's the what's the issue here with the Dallas Mavericks? Their defense has plummeted. Uh, that's a, this is a the calling card of this team was when they went to the Western Conference Finals. They were the best defensive team in the NBA. I think in the West. I don't think they were the best defensive team in the entire NBA. That's what? what it is. They trade like so. In order to get Kyrie, they have to trade their key defenders. They have to trade Dorian Finney-Smith, play defense. They have to play. They have to trade some other guys that play defense. That's that's really what it is. Like we've seen the offensive firepower. What good? But what good is scoring one hundred thirty points if you're giving up one hundred thirty-two? Like, and it's also one of those things where it takes. Like certain moves take more time than others. I mean, with the unfortunate part of this is they don't really have time because Kyrie Irving is a Kyrie yeah. Irving is a free agent that this offseason, and like they went, they pushed their all their chips to the center, and hoping that, that this would bring them for like they they, they they didn't think they'd be in this situation where they're they're fighting to make the play in tournament. Uh, I don't think that's the but it really, but you know, we have two players. Um, who play the way that the style that they play. I know Kyrie Irving has played off the ball, but these two guys are just – it takes time for games like this to mesh well. Like even the first and year in Miami. You know what doesn't help? You know what doesn't help? As, let's not act like they've been playing together the entire time. They've both, no, missed, I mean, they've both yeah. missed games. So that – like that doesn't help. So yeah, you're – Look at you're, I said like a thigh injury that he missed like five or six games. Um, who was unable to play in that in that stretch? And then there was um, a stretch Irving, where they were both out. Kyrie Irving has missed some time as well. Um, and then there's a stretch where they were both out, and it's like, oh, I knew this. Teams don't really practice how they used to. Um, you don't see, you just don't see them practicing as much as uh, as teams used to in the past. So, so there's hard to build a rapport when you're never on the court together, or when you play very little together. And it's like, and Everything that's happening is those 
out there like I knew this trade wasn't gonna work. How has the how, how are you gonna say that? Like they they barely played together. They barely played together. Like, and I don't know about you. Like I understand that like, you went like you pushed all your chips to the middle of the table for this deal. What you didn't count for what you didn't count for was Luca getting hurt and missing significant time. Kyrie being out, missing significant time, and the both of them being out together, missing significant time. I don't know about you. I need more than 12 games before I decide something works or doesn't work. 100%. But unfortunately, because of the way the contract of Kyrie Irving is structured, they don't necessarily have more time. Like They either have to find a way to make this work before the season ends or they could potentially That's lose awesome. them for nothing. And I don't care about that because, like, that's the risk you – that was the risk you ran when you made the trade. You knew the risk. And, and, and not to mention, like, even – like, let's say let's say Kyrie Irving this offseason decided, I don't want to play – I don't want to be on Dallas Maverick anymore. There are not teams where he could just go there, right? Like, he'd ha- they'd have to be involved in some sort of signing trade, which the Alice would mean they'd get assets back for him because the only teams with cap space are, like, the Orlando Magic – the San Antonio Spurs, those the Detroit Pistons. I just don't see a reality where he goes to, where he goes and plays for those teams next season. I just don't. I guess he could go to the Lakers too. I, they, 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 I think they have cap space. I don't really remember uh, what their situation, but they may have cap space as well. So he could go there. And but. and the the and that's where he that's where he wanted to go. But the way I see it, if him going to the Lakers, the only way I see that happen is if him uh um like a sign and trade for him for uh anthony davis and don't don't like that's that's legit being talked about that is a that is a serious conversation i remember the thing is, is the lakers the lakers wouldn't have to do that they have enough cash space to outright sign them they wouldn't have to be involved in a sign and trade if they didn't want to be that's not how that works I, if i'm losing this guy i want some in return i'm not just gonna lose you for nothing I mean, but yeah, but that's how like free agency works. I mean, if that if 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 the Lakers didn't have outright cap space, then yeah, we're having a conversation. But the Lakers can outright just sign Kyrie Irving, and the Lake Dallas can. Are you sure they have outright cap? Are you sure they're just going to have enough cap space? Because like, what kind of first off, like, first off, what kind of deal, what kind of deal is Kyrie Irving looking for? Do you know? Because we can't say I, that. I, like, I, we I, can't I, say. I, I, I imagine he's going to be looking for whatever the four-year max is. Um, I mean. I guess I don't really know what I don't know what the four-year max is right now. Top of my head, uh, it's been a while since I looked at those numbers, but um, I'm pretty sure the Lakers have outright cap space. If they want to, if Kyrie Irving even wants to take a slight pay cut to go play with LA, play with LeBron, I mean, we're talking like they they should have like 36 million dollars in cap space uh, that they enough. can utilize, or four, even 40 because they had yeah. Russell Westbrook's expiring deal, which is 44. So they should have like 40 million dollars in cap space this offseason. Yeah, that's not enough. But I think when we talk about this Dallas team as they're currently constructed, yeah, they're just they're defensively, they've really taken a step back from where they were last season. It's like trading away defensive-minded pieces for offense. Yeah, they can score a lot of points, but they become turnstiles on offense, on defense. They just have. It is. I, and that we kind of saw that tonight. Like, they're playing – I said they're playing the 76ers now. Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid is Joel Embiid. He's having like not really having so I think he has like 16 points and some like that. Like, yeah, he's like some like that last time I looked. But he, Dallas he got 20, he's got 20 points now. All right, so he scored four points since halftime. Um they 
Dallas was up like 14. Like they, they were up, up 37 like to 28 at halftime, and then Philadelphia cut into no, that lead a little bit. I'm saying, like, at one point during the game, they were up 14, and it was just usually like good teams, like, if they get you down double digits, they they bury you. Like, they like, hey, we smell blood in the water. The crowd ain't in it because they're in Philly. The crowd has not been a factor at all. We're just going to try to take you out of it and take them out of it as quickly as possible. And slowly but surely, Philly just walked them down. And, like, that's what happened. Like, it, it was a first 14 turned to 10, 10 turned to 6, 6 turned to 2, and then all of a sudden the I mean, Sixers you know, were leading. Uh, when you're playing against a good basketball team, 14 points is really not a lot, especially if you're in the first quarter. I mean, teams have shown that they can erase those deficits quite quickly. But a lot has to go. You still got to hit your shots. 100%. Um, what do you think eventually ends up happening here with this Dallas Mavericks team? Um, we'll talk about you know some of the standing stuff here in a minute, but do you think they make the playoffs, yes or no? Uh, I'm going to go no, but at the same time, I think what's what's really going to need to happen is the powers that be, Mark Cuban. Um, I know Luca's your boy. I know I, I know he's your boy, but, hey, you're running the same risk that you did with Dirk. You had Dirk for 20 years. You built two championship teams with Dirk. Like, I don't care about the team that won 60-some games. They lost in the first round first to an round. eight seed. That's, that's not a championship team. You had two championship teams with, with Dirk Nowitzki. They went to the finals twice. Won one, they lost one. You had Dirk for 20 years. Don't run that risk with Luka Doncic because Luka will, he, he will get lost. He will team up with Jokic. That will happen. I mean, but he's in the first year of a max extension, so he would he would literally have to request a trade. Which I mean, we we've gotten to the point where NBA players even request trades all the time now. So the fact that he's in the first year of a max extension doesn't mean what it used to mean. Like back in, I mean, we're talking talking three or four years ago. If you're in the first year of a max extension, you were just stuck. That's not the case anymore. Yeah. Like, like, well, like. In and, general, uh, like rookie uh, deals, uh, like those. I, I think they'll they will make the playoffs. I think they'll end up as the. Uh, I think they'll jump Oklahoma City. Uh, I think they'll also jump the Pelicans, and I think they'll end up as either the seven or the eight seed. I think, yeah, I think that's just the way things are going to well, go. They're saving. They're saving grace. It's like if 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 Minnesota, if New Orleans continues to play like how they did last night, then hey, all you got to do is win. But at the same, I but what I was saying, like Mark Cuban really has to sit Luca down and be like, "Hey, bro, like, hey, we I got real Rick Carlisle for you because y'all started bumping heads. It's looking like you and Jake Kidd ain't getting along. I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep what you call it, shuffling, bringing in coaches just because they don't make you feel some, just because they make you feel some type of way." I'm not going to keep doing that because I'm I not. Gonna... Think, I also think Luka Doncic's attitude on the floor is toxic as <laughs> hell. I just don't think he's like complaining constantly, and like even the way he plays, I don't think is conclusive to real winning. Like I know they made the Western Conference Finals last season, but I think it's because they got hot and they had good players. I mean, Jalen Brown. Like this has just been bad roster construction, basically. On and, and that's ball, not like, his fault. That, that that's not his fault. No, I it's not. I don't like this new narrative of out on him. Like he. 
like the whole toxic thing. Like Jalen Brunson is not in New York because he couldn't play with Luka Doncic. Like Jalen Brunson is not in New York because he couldn't play with Luka Doncic. I'm going to repeat that, Calvin Cowherd. Luka Doncic did not chase Jalen Brunson out no, of town. I mean, he, had, he had no impact whatsoever, but yeah. I, still th- I still think his dribble, like the his, his usage rate, I think the team would benefit by the fact that if like they used him a little less. Okay, so use him a little less and put the ball in whose hands? I mean, they have Kyrie Irving. I mean, just okay. utilize some of the assets you have. Utilize him a little less and put the ball in whose hands? It's the same thing. They literally just substituted Jalen Brunson for Kyrie yeah. Irving. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying Luka Doncic at any impact whatsoever. On, uh, I I just think that he's his play style and his usage rate. I think is is wearing where is it, it's it it's not conclusive to winning. I, I just because you look at all the teams that have players and the history of the NBA have these players that have this insane usage rate. They usually burn out by this point, like during a season. And, and they just, have more than just one other running mate. It's more to this. Like, it's real easy to figure out, okay, your turn, his turn, your turn, his turn, your turn, his turn. That's easy. I mean, this is the same thing that used to happen, James Harden. Like when he was a member of the Houston Rockets, he, his usage rate was absurd and he wore down when it came to the playoff time. But, but now James Harden and, and now James Harden has this narrative of of he can't win when it's he can't win when it's right. time to get it done. Hey, no, I'm I'm not putting like is Luca does he hold some responsibility? Yes. Is it all his fault? No. Well, of course Cause, not. Because like you said, it's like they they are a different team when THJ is hitting shots, yep. Kleba is hitting shots. When when they, when those supporting cast that are when those, supposed to, when those guys are making shots, this is a different basketball team. When Luka Doncic is making shots, it really motivates this entire. It has a lot to. It's all a lot to do with like the Steph Curry effect. Like when Luka Doncic is making shots, like when he's pulling up from whatever, he's doing step back stuff, and like he motivates the rest of the players on the team. But when he's struggling or he's not shooting it particularly well, nobody on the else team, nobody on this team can really step up and fill that gap. Exactly. So it's like why utilize what roster like utilize it's just poor roster um it's a poor roster build i i'm is, not but but i mean they've been hamstrung because they haven't had really had any draft capital because of the Porzingis trade that was not a I, let's call it a failure it was really didn't work out the way they expected it to um then now they're not going to have draft capital either due to the Kyrie irving trade so I, I think it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing as we move forward and I don't think they you and I will put that on coaching too because I don't think Rick Carlisle as well as Luka Doncic I don't think they utilize KP in the no, right I, I, in the right fashion either. I mean, me and you have been talking about this for years, couple years basically. now. Yeah, like they basically so. they basically turned him into a seven foot four spot up shooter, and it's just yep. like no, I, I'm 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 more than that. I mean, you see the numbers he can put up as a wizard. I mean, he's averaging double. He's a unicorn. He's basically, a unicorn. He basically single-handedly won that game last night against Boston. So right. um, the guy came into the league and was dubbed the unicorn almost out the gate. And it's just, I'm going to, like, he made Phil Jackson look like a genius because they hated that pick initially in New York. Yep. And then he, and then he was like, hey, I'm a baller. I'm a, like, I can hoop. Y'all don't know about me, but y'all finna know. Like, what I, do they lose, do they lose Kyrie Irving? I don't know. Do they? I I 
I throw a bag at Kyrie that he can't say no to. I, yeah, I think you give him the five-year max. I, I don't know exactly what his if he makes the All NBA team, which I doubt he will. Um, but I, I think you know we'll figure yeah, it out. I was, uh, yeah, I like the comments on. that Luca, like the, the comments that Luca made, that like he's not having fun anymore. Like, yeah, nobody likes nobody likes no losing. one likes losing. Nope. Yeah, I mean, the, this team was the five seed in the Western Conference when they made this trade. They've fallen all the way down to 11. Yeah, nobody likes being injured. Nobody likes be losing basketball games. That's just the reality of the NBA. Moving on to final standings, as we just talked about a bunch of stuff going on. Um, here's some races that are semi-close. Um, so let's talk about who finishes as the three seed in the East. Uh, Sixers or the Cavs, who do you think is more important for? Uh, two games separate them currently as the Cavaliers lost to the Atlanta Hawks last night. Sixers, Cavs, who will be the three seed and who needs that seed more? Okay. Um, wait, say that again. Who's, who, who's uh, the So the, Cav, the Philadelphia 76ers are in a battle for the three, four seed. Uh, the Sixers currently have a two game advantage over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, you're talking about an opportunity where you're either going to play the New York Knicks or either Miami slash Brooklyn. Um, so who gets that three seed and who do you think it's more important for? Between those two teams, I think it's more like it's obviously more important for Philly. I, if I'm Philly, I don't want to see a Milwaukee or a Boston to the conference finals at least. Like I don't want to well, see. Mean, regardless of the, you have to play one of them in the next round, regardless. And they, like, it, and if that's the situation, you ask yourself, does it really matter? I, I don't. I don't think Philly. Philly is Philly isn't better than one of those two teams, and Cleveland damn sure ain't better than one of those two teams. <laughs> True, uh, I actually think I, I actually think I, I agree with you. I think Philadelphia because they have the two game edge. I think they will end up being the three seed in the, in the Eastern Conference, um, but I, I don't necessarily think it matters because I think both of these teams are good enough to beat the New York Knicks. And I think both these teams are good enough to beat Brooklyn slash Miami, whoever that happens to be. Uh, that brings us to the second debate. Um, the East, uh, staying in the A's, who avoids the play-in tournament as the Nets and Heat are seven and six. Or the Nets and Heat are six and seven, respectively. They are currently 0.5 between them uh, in the standings. So who ends up being, who ends up avoiding the play-in, the Brooklyn Nets or the Miami Heat? The Nets are currently up a half game on Miami. Mm. He, Miami's in the game right now with not Miami. Uh, no, yeah, they're both playing right now. Uh, Miami's playing. Miami's playing New York. They're down two with about six and a half to go in the fourth. Brooklyn is down one to Houston with five seventeen to go in the fourth. Huh. Obviously, I, I I think because of the the new revamp of the roster, I think Brooklyn they they need to avoid that. They need to avoid that playing because it's just one game. And well, well not necessarily because because if you're the six, if you're seven, the seven seed, seven you seven actually seven, get, yes, you get two games technically. Actually, like, I think Miami because of the vet presence, I think they'll be fine i think they'll be fine either way because they can handle any situation that's thrown at them i think yeah i definitely think brooklyn needs to avoid the play yeah 
I think they do need to avoid the play-in, but I don't think they will. I think the Miami Heat end up getting the sixth seed, and the Brooklyn Nets fall to seven, and they end up probably getting bounced out of the play-in tournament. So that brings us to the play-in tournament on the Eastern Conference side. Um, we have four teams that are kind of in the running uh, for uh, three spots. You got the Atlanta Hawks, who and Toronto Raptors, who are tied with the same record in the, in the same record. Uh, we have the Bulls, who are a game and a half back of those two teams, and then the Wizards are a game and a half back, or actually two game, two and a half games back of the Bulls. Of those four teams, which three make the play-in, and what order do you think they'll finish in? As the Chicago Bulls have been in a real hot streak, they won seven of the last three games. Before uh, they're probably going to lose the Lakers tonight. Yeah, they can't. Uh, the shots ain't falling tonight. Lakers are the Lakers shots are falling, but the Bulls shots are not falling. Uh, if your name ain't Nikola Vucevic, you are not having a good game today. Um, yeah, the Bulls have missed eleven straight three point attempts. Like it's it's just not happening tonight. Uh, I think whatever order it's in right now, I think that's the order it finishes in. Yeah, it's currently Atlanta Hawks, Toronto Raptors, Bulls. Uh, but the Raptors and Hawks have the same record as of time of this recording. Uh, as they are both. So I think. No, neither of them are in action right now. I think that comes down to who has the some tiebreaker between the two of them, whatever it the is. Hawks, the Hawks currently have that tiebreaker, whatever it happens to be. Whatever, whatever it happens to be. Okay. And I saw some about the Hawks. Like, they are like the definition of just lay the ball up, Kobe. Like, they are the definition of 500, bro. Like, like the Atlanta Hawks are. Like, they are. Yeah, they're, it is. They're, five, they're 500 right now. So. Like bro, like they, like I was like they are the definition of five hundred. Like they are thirteen to thirteen, and they last whatever game, bro. It's just like really, and I, and Toronto just got over five hundred for the first time. I think yesterday. They're currently five hundred right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, they just got back to five hundred. Like for the, like yesterday, and it's just like. My gosh. What like, yeah, what, yeah. Like, what but I, 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 I tend to agree with you. I think the Chicago Bulls will end up being the 10th seed. I think the Atlanta Hawks and the Toronto Raptors will be 8-9, uh, and those teams will play for the right to make the Eastern Conference Finals as the 7-8 seed. Um, we'll get more into the play-in stuff when they actually figure out what the standings actually are, but that's the way things are shaking out right now in the Eastern Conference. Over to the West, um, because the 1-2-3 seeds are so much farther ahead, um, there's not really much of a debate. We got the Memphis Grizzlies three back of Denver, and then Sacramento, who could clinch a playoff spot tonight, yes. uh, are six back of Denver. Um, but when it comes to everybody else in the conference, um, the Phoenix, so Phoenix Suns is the four seed. Dallas is the 11 seed. They are only separated by three and a half games. So if you had to order these, these uh, was it eight teams? Uh, what do you think will be the fi- uh, seven teams? Sorry, uh, what will be the final four standings? Four through eleven. So you got Phoenix, Clippers, Warriors, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Lakers, Thunder, Mavericks. How how will those seven teams shake out when it's all said and done? Well, good news. Let's talk Phoenix. about the four. Let's talk about the four seed. Well, uh, uh, so Sacramento. So okay, so Sacramento has a chance to clinch. The first playoff spot since 2006. And they, got beat, and they got beat by Minnesota uh, two and days ago you, or last night. They lost to Minnesota. That was like a day ago, a day or two ago. Yeah. You have another chance a night tonight against a not good Portland, Portland team who just shut Damian Lillard down. But I'm not talking about Sacramento. So it's everybody but Sacramento. 
So, so uh, Phoenix, so four through eleven. So Phoenix, Sacramento's three. They're locked into the three seed because they're five up on Phoenix. Yeah, they're five. Yeah, Phoenix is not catching them. I don't think so. So, no. so uh, good news for Phoenix. They you just you're getting Kevin Durant back tonight. Yep. He's playing tonight. Uh, do, don't they play Minnesota? They play Minnesota. Yes, they do. Tonight. Yep. Uh, I don't know if. I don't know if Kevin Durant's going to be on some kind of minutes restriction. I don't I know how that's. I guarantee work. he will be. I guarantee he will be. I don't know how that's going to work. Um, I think Phoenix stays right there. I don't think the. I was I, I was hoping I was hoping I was kind of hoping that Golden State stayed in that five slot. Or got to that five side because I, I need that Phoenix Golden State matchup because like they was just mm-hmm. doing all that. I, I needed that, bro. Like, I needed all that smoke. I need that. I need Kevin. I need Devin Booker and Clay Thompson just at each other's throats for seven games, bro. Like I just I need that, and I, I need that. So, but I think four or five stays right there, which I am not a fan of because I don't think the Clippers are beating. The Phoenix Suns, with or without Kawhi Leonard, I don't see that. I mean, not Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I agree with you. I think the Suns will end up as the four seed uh, in the Western Conference, but I actually think the Warriors will end up being the five seed in the Western Conference. I think they'll really? get healthy. Okay. Yeah, I think that they'll they'll jump. I mean, it wouldn't take much. I mean, they're a game, a half a game behind the Clippers, uh, especially since Kawhi Leonard is supposed to be supposedly going to be missing some time here and there towards the end of the season. Um, for Kawhi Leonard reasons, um, <laughs> I think the Clippers will be the five seed. I'm not having the Clippers fall out of the guaranteed playoff. I think they will end up as a six seed. Okay, um, cool, cool. And then the play-in, I have the Lakers being the seventh seed. I think putting LeBron back on this team is going to be good for them. I think they'll win a couple games. Uh, and then I have eight. I got the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I think they they will get it together. I think they will feel the precedent, the, the urgency, that the Mavericks will be the eighth seed. The ninth seed will be the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, based on just talent alone. Ten, Minnesota Timberwolves. And then the odd man team out is the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I just mm. I, That's just my honest opinion. I think the Thunder will be the 11th seed, uh, especially since SGA is missing time here and there towards the back end of this season. Um, and so, yeah, I got them as the 11th seed. And just barely missing the playoffs. So, wait, you, did you didn't in the last segment? Did you say Dallas was gonna make it? Yeah, I got, Dallas Dallas the, I, I got Dallas as the eight seed. That's a that's a big jump because right as as of right now they're not in it at all. I mean, um, only, it's only one game. I I don't know. I, <laughs> they're I, they're one game behind New Orleans for the eight seed. One. I was. They're, I, only, they're, I hope, they're, all, they're, all, they're only three and a half back of being the four seeds. I hope. It, yeah, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, no, that's not. We already know that's not happening. No, I wholeheartedly did not expect Carl Anthony Towns to even come back, let alone um, play play as well as he play. has. <laughs> well, at the at the at the same time, like I, Carl Anthony Towns catches a lot of flat, and it's it's hilarious. Because the it's like it's hilarious for the reasons he catches it, like he tries to make his voice deeper when he try when he does interviews. It's like, dude, we know that's not your voice. We've heard you talk. <laughs> 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 like, like 
we've heard you talking anytime you go talking like this to all of a sudden talking like this like like bro like we know like we we hear the difference we're not dumb <laughs> like like we're not dumb like not taking away your talent at all you are very skilled you are a very skilled player player we understand that but dude like just stop trying to be something that you're not that's the issue with that's the hangover with Carl Anthony Towns um I wish we could have got him for the entire season I would have loved to have seen them figure that thing out the go bear Carl Anthony Towns dynamic how that and how they how they play together versus how that affects Anthony Edwards because you Anthony Edwards isn't Anthony Edwards if he has two seven footers in the lane and you don't want Anthony Edwards to just be a spot-up shooter and you don't want Carl Anthony Towns to be a spot-up shooter and just camp out on the three-point line I think they fall to what are they seven I think they fall to nine I think they drop down to nine the Lakers have like one of the easiest remaining schedules they do it's very easy <laughs> it's very easy the Lakers have one of the easiest remaining schedules I think they get to at least the eight seed well I think they get to at least the eight seed seven seed at the most I think yeah seven AC that's the yeah seven seed that's the Lakers I think I agree with you on that one I think New Orleans drops a little. They're talking about bringing Zion back for what? I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I mean, if you, I, I don't know. I mean, they're gonna have. He's missed so much time. I don't know if it's worth it. Um, it's 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 when, not. When they it, did when they did have him, they, they were the number one seed in the Western Conference. So, but at the same time, like you're asking, and you wonder why he's I hurt. Know. You're asking, you ask him to go from zero to a thousand. That fact, like no. These are not games where you could be like, all right, Zion, we're going to give you a 24-minute minute restriction. Um, you're not. I mean, history has history has shown that stuff like that just doesn't work in the playoffs. Doesn't work. Just, yeah. So, is the Pelicans the team you have missing the playoffs entirely, or is it? So you have right now you have you haven't mentioned the Mavericks, Pelicans, Timberwolves, or Thunder. So, how do you think those four teams are going to shake out? I have the Thunder missing the playoffs entirely. Who I think the. I think the Thunder sneak in. I think they play good enough to just hold on to that 10 spot. I think New Orleans drops down to nine. So it's going to be New Orleans, OKC for that. Uh, yeah, it's going to be New Orleans and OKC. And I think it's going to be Minnesota and LA. I just think they, yeah, I have Dallas missing it all together. I think, yeah, so I'm going LA, Minnesota, New Orleans, OKC. I think OKC stays at 10. All right, well, we'll see how it's up checking out. Yeah, I have Oklahoma City dropping to the 11th seed. You have Dallas making the, missing the playoffs entirely. Uh, we will see how that shakes out as we get down to the nitty gritty of the. Uh, if of the I'm season. wrong, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm I will be glad to be wrong. Like I would love I, to I, see. I, 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 I would I would also uh, not hate it if I'm wrong because I do love SGA, um, but I just we'll see. <clears throat> uh, so let's talk about some NBA storylines before we get into goat talk. Uh, I just got just got a couple for you today. Uh, this okay. is something nothing everything. Um, let's talk about the first one. Sacramento Kings can clinch the playoffs tonight uh, as they go up against the Portland Trailblazers. Something, nothing, or everything. Kings breaking the longest drought in NBA history. For uh, okay, like for us, it's something. For the Kings and the NBA, 
it's everything because it's one it's a small market having success two it's the small market having success three it's a historically solid basketball city that just like that, that i'm not not even finna lie to you like they they're still chasing those vladi divot chris weber ghosts because that's the last time the team was actually Bruce worth dude, a damn. Bobby Jackson, all those guys. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's the last time the team was actually worth a damn. And the crowd is great. Win, lose, or draw. Like the Sacramento Kings, like their fan base is one of the best. Even when the team is terrible. And you think about all the anguish that team has went through, like all the missed draft picks, the they could have had this guy versus the guy they got. Like it's just uh <laughs> For them, like yeah, for them it's everything because it's like you're making the playoffs, and then it's 2023. We ain't finna act like this team wasn't talking about relocating. It's true. Like the relo, like the relocation I mean, rumors weren't the thing. Sabonis, bonus. If you conversation MVP, I mean, he might end up as a top five MVP get vote getter. Um, this is everything. Uh, whenever you break a drought, the longest playoff drought in NBA history, it's everything. Uh, speaking of another thing that I also think is everything, we'll see how you'll get your opinion on it. Uh, Adam Silver, he's hopeful a new CBA deal will be reached by Friday. Something, nothing, or everything. It's everything because that's 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 hopeful thinking. Oh, it's so hopeful. I I, I, I can't ima- I, I can't imagine a new CBA will be will be reached by Friday. Just it's everything if it, if it ends up being like legit. And he's not just blowing smoke. It's everything. Because um, we all talked about the, like, the next CBA is going to be contentious because I think owners are going to want to have more control over their over players because players right now have so much power that they've kind of made owners look bad all the time. Like they have created, they have control of where they play. I mean, it's, you signing a new contract literally means nothing anymore. Uh, back in the day, a couple years ago, if you signed a contract, you had to play on that contract. Like and I think, you could, I think, I think like, owners you could are getting count, a little are getting a little fed up with you some could player. count on you could count on your rookie superstar no matter what team good team bad team big market medium market small market you could count on your on that superstar player being on your team for the first seven years of his career his rookie contract Yep. And that and that rookie extension, and then, and then the the three year rookie extension or four year rookie extension after that, yeah. Right. This is this is everything. Like I, I'll be shocked if it's true, um, but uh, you could count on that. Like you could count on that. Like LeBron, like we saw LeBron James, Chris Bosh, Carmelo Anthony. Like we saw them stay in their respective first cities for seven years. We saw that. Like nowadays, it's like you sign. Like we literally just talked about Luka Doncic, how he could demand the trade if it goes south for him in Dallas. Yep. Like, like the days of a t- like the days of, or well, it was already pretty rare anyway. But it's like the the days of Kobe Bryant, Dirk Nowitzki, Tim Duncan, Tony like Tony Parker, Manu. The days of those like those caliber players spending the bulk of their careers in one city that shit dead that is gone like steph curry and Giannis, and like the golden state trio and Giannis, like they might be the last of a 
the last of a breed where it's like, hey, I'm gonna stay here till till the wheels fall off. <laughs> or Damian Lillard, but even though Damian, Damian Lillard, I, right? I'm not sure how long Damian Lillard's gonna still be there as he's dropped some cryptic texts to tweet some light lately. Uh, <laughs> let's move on from there. Let's talk about. Uh, Unfortunately, Ben Simmons, uh, things have nearly not worked out for him over the last few seasons. Uh, he's been officially shut down by the Brooklyn Nets. Something, nothing, everything. It's everything. This this was a dope. Hey, when you consider what he was heralded as, what he was projected. LeBron James. Well, yeah, what he was projected to be. And it's not too long ago that this dude, like this, it's it's. I mean, he four, was an all star like two years it's four, ago, right? Yeah, it's 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 three four years ago. This guy was an all star. It was he could be the best player on his like he could be the best player on his own team. It was yeah, like they thought they were gonna have to make a decision between him and Joel and B because Joel and B couldn't stay healthy and all that other good stuff. Like this, we saw this guy literally go toe to toe with a Brooklyn Nets team before they got like before it all went to hell and whatever is wrong with him. I just hope it, I just hope he gets fixed. Yeah. I mean, you want to see him play productive basketball. This is, this is something Uh, I'm not going to say everything, but yeah, it's, it's sad to see where his career is right now, as opposed to where it was a few years ago. Um, Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Uh, to the last two, uh, this one's about Kevin Durant, the first one. Uh, Kevin Durant returns tonight. Uh, he's probably going to be on a minute restriction as he goes up against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, something I think everything is. Kevin Durant missed 10 games with that ankle injury. Uh, it's everything for the Suns because it's he, hey, he's he's their everything. He's big, bro- <laughs> he's big yeah. brother. <laughs> it's everything you've you basically recreated your entire roster to facilitate this kind of trade. Uh, he's only played two games for you as a member of the Phoenix Suns. Um, to get him back on the court before the playoffs start, yeah, it's everything. And then finally, another player that returned, LeBron James, uh, made his much anticipated return. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff that was said about the LeBron James return that a bunch of doctors told him he was going to have to shut it down. Uh, but he went to the LeBron James of feet doctor, foot doctors, and uh, that's how he was able to get back on the floor. I don't know if that was just one of those things that made the rounds on the internet that wasn't true. Uh, but <laughs> no, he said no. He said that. He said that. Okay. He- <laughs> Uh, so something, nothing, yeah, everything. Back to LeBron is back uh, playing again tonight. Um, looks like he looks better tonight than he did Saturday, uh, Saturday Sunday. Um, I see. That's why LeBron. Like that's why people can't stand LeBron James. Like the LeBron James of foot doctors, dude. Yeah. Really? <laughs> right. That's why no one likes him. Yeah. Like, like that's why. That's why people like cringe when you. It's like, dude, seriously. Like you said that. You said that. Like th- like that like those words like I went to the LeBron James of foot doctors like really? <laughs> um, yeah, this, this 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 for me is uh it's everything because uh, with the Lakers even even if they were gonna make the playoffs they were never gonna make real noise without LeBron. Uh, it's everything. It's twenty one seven and four eight of sixteen shooting tonight. Uh, the real catalyst of tonight's game is one. It's AD twenty four eight and three. Like he he came out. Gun, he took it right to Vooch and but Vooch held it. Vooch holding his own. Vooch got 23 and 10. It's just the rest of the team ain't holding the rest of the team ain't helping Vooch out. Yeah, which Drows is the next highest score with 15 points. Uh Zach Avine only has 12. 12. Uh, but yeah, this is everything for the uh 
for LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, that's all I have when it comes to something, nothing, everything to a staple here at the crossover. Let's get into GOAT Talk, TJ. Um, and I'm ready when you are. All right. So, oh, get out of that. So, player one uh, was drafted. Was drafted 24th overall in 1996. Played from 96 to 2014. Played for the Warriors, Lakers, Jazz, Thunder, Mavericks, and yeah, that's it. Warriors, Lakers, Jazz, Thunder, Mavericks. Yes. Okay. Uh, 10,713 points. That's eight points a game. 2,568 uh, 2, rebounds, sorry, that's 2.1 rebounds a game, and 3,804 assists, that's three assists a game. All he has for career highlights is he was a five-time champion. Okay. Uh, Warriors, Lakers, Jazz, Thunder, Mavericks won five NBA titles between 96 and 2004. 2014. Yes. Uh, so he won him with the Lakers. Derek Fisher. It's got to be. It's Derek Fisher, yes. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So player two was drafted 18th overall in 89. Played for the Bulls, Warriors, Hornets, and the Magic. 7,330 career points. That's nine a game. Not, basically 10 points a game. 9.8. I hate that. Just round up. God. 1,328 rebounds. One point. Two rebounds a game. I'm, I'm not doing that. Two rebounds a game. And 2,479 assists. That's 3.3 rebounds a game. And all he has for his career highlights is he was an NBA All-Star in 94. And he was a three-time champion. Taurus Grant. It is not Horace Grant. Okay. Bull, did you say Bulls, Warriors, Hornets, Magic? Yes. All Star 94. Uh, John Pack? No, it can't be. It's not John Paxson. So it's somebody who's on those those early Bulls teams. It's Stacey King? No, it's not either. It's not Stacey King. What did he play until 89 to what? He played from uh, 89 to 2000, like 11 years. Uh, so he probably made the all-star team as a member of the Magic. So he went to the from the Bulls to the Magic. Did he? I, I don't know. I'm guessing, actually. So who was on those early first three Bulls teams that went to somewhere else after the three-peat? So, I, I guess Horace Grant because of the magic thing. But I, I, he also won some championships with the Lakers. So he's, got, he, he's got four rings, I think, or five. And it's not Horace Grant. He's a, is it a guard? It is a guard. What, what number did he wear? That's, BJ Armstrong. Is what, it BJ Armstrong? It is. Yes, it's BJ Armstrong. All right. Good. I got them both this time. Um, I, I think mm, I'm going to go Fisher. Um, I think 
Fisher's ability to hit big shots and big moments uh, elevates him a little bit higher than B.J. Armstrong. Um, so, yeah, give me Derek Fisher. Uh, but both of them kind of like I wonder what their stats would have been like if they had been on another team for more of their career. Because you mentioned B.J. Armstrong was a 94 All-Star. He didn't play on the Magic. I guess he went to the Warriors or the Hornets. I will guess Hornets. No, um, but he, was Warriors. An, he was an All-Star with Chicago. He was? Yes. He was still in Chicago. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. 94? All right, for sure. Uh, but yeah, he played, from, he played in Chicago. Obviously, but obviously he played Michael in Jordan, Chicago uh, from he played in Chicago from Michael 89 Jordan. to 95. Didn't he come back later, too? Towards the yeah, very end. his last year. Like, yeah, it's like his last year. But, yeah, I, I was like, the, the thing that we get into is like the minutes. Like, one of the things that we always laud over is like the amount of minutes these guys play, these older guys. And because of the team he played on, like, B.J. Armstrong's minutes aren't really that high like it's that like his career high in minutes is 33.8 so basically 34 minutes a game and that was in that was in 93-94 right like the championship years he went he averaged as a rookie 16 minutes a game then 21 then 23 then 30. you got over to Derek Fisher his rookie year 11 what, what 12 22 22 23 30 like his well, the first championship 23 minutes a game second championship 35 third championship 28 then 28 34 yeah 28 34 21 30 31 28 27 go he's back with the lakers at this point 29 or 30 27 28 25 he's an okc he's an okc averaging 20 minutes a game 20 25 minutes a game he was, and he—if you remember correctly—he was pretty essential to those uh, that Oklahoma City team. Those young season. Thunder teams, yes. Yeah. Those young, he was, yeah. Like he was—he was a valuable vet on those teams. Uh, but yeah, I will—I will take Derek Fisher uh, in this comparison between these two guys. Uh, but it's close. Yeah, like I think Derek Fisher's career high in points was thirteen a game. That was when he was in Golden State. B.J. Armstrong's career high for a season was. 14.8 or 15 a game, but that was 93-94. Like, that was career highs across the board for B.J. Armstrong. Played all 82 games. He started all 82 games, 33.8 minutes a game. He shot 47% from the uh, from the field, 44% from three, 85 from the line, two rebounds a game, four assists a game, but still a game. Under a black yeah, I mean, I mean, that's another thing about Derek, like older, like older players, right? Like his, he played 82, 50, 78, <laughs> 70, 82, 82, 74, 82, 82, 82, 82, 82. And then in that lockout shortened season, I think in 11, 12, he played 43 games. I think it's every game that season. So for real, like, right. yeah, but I'm still going to go Derek Fisher. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I can't, I can't, yeah. I mean, BJ and like, like the. I think the the issue that we have that we run into is because of the caliber of player that these two dudes play with. Like, let's not act like they played with Joe Schmo or like. <laughs> I mean, they know, play. They play with arguably like, people who are in the conversation for being the greatest basketball player of all time. They play with right, like Derek Fisher played with two of the Kobe greatest Bryant. players, like Kobe Bryant and Shaquille O'Neal to start. Then he gets Kobe Bryant and Pau Gasol. All right, that's not. Yeah. Those aren't slouches. B.J. Armstrong played with arguably the best duo, the best one-two punch ever. 
in Scotty and Michael Jordan. And because those guys, because they play with those guys, like their skill set is like, oh, you get looked at like, oh, you you were nothing. You were this, you were that. It's like, no, nah, dude, I can hoop. I mean, he made, he made it all star. He won three, he won three championships for a reason. Uh, but yeah, um, that's been our goat talk. Uh, that's been our episode of the crossover for today on Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back here doing the crossover next Wednesday as well um, as we wind down the NBA season here towards the very, very end. Uh, but yeah, thank you very much for joining us. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. I am David Huffman right there is my co-host, Mr. T.J. Hopkins. And look out for tomorrow's content as Izzy is going to be breaking down the final four tomorrow on uh, on the show. And then Friday, we're going to have our WrestleMania preview show. Uh, that's at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you don't want to miss that content. Anyways, TJ, what do we do here at the prom, my friend? We put the kids to bed because this boys game is over with. Uh, no, but anyway, we, uh, we, we bring the heat. We bring the heat. We bring the yes, heat. Yes, sir, brother. And I will talk to you later, man. You have a good night, okay? See